Hello. Welcome to another episode of Police Off the Cuff After Hours. My name is Mark DeMeo. And uh, I'd say I'm here with my partner, Angel Masonette, but he's actually not... We've never actually been physically in the same room, but he's not even in his own house right now. He's actually in a tattoo parlor in Yonkers, New York, called Hard Knocks, getting tatted up. What's up, brother? What's up, bro? How are you? I hope you don't start crying on the show. No, listen, it's my uh, part of my midlife crisis, you know, my uh -huh. cat, my tattoos. I think I'm going to need a tramp stamp, too. <laughs> what are you getting done? Uh, I'm going to have a thin blue line flag blended in with a Puerto Rican flag. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That that sounds good. Yeah, it's going to be good. And you, I guess you do, you're doing it on your shoulder over there, right? Yeah, on my left arm, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, good, man. Good. Yeah, I'm happy yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy that we could uh we could help out a hard knocks tattoo. If it comes out yep. well, maybe I have to go over there and get my first one. There you go. Yeah, we'll do it. I'm a big fan of tattoos actually. I watch um Ink Masters religiously. Okay. I love that's one of my favorite <laughs> shows. I just yeah. I like I love the art of it and I love um watching and looking at people's tattoos. I just I haven't ever thought of getting one myself but i do love him this kid is he's great he's uh on instagram dan underscore mountain dan underscore mountain you got that folks yeah uh, let's say hello to the people in the chat hi single mom before she says hello mark and angel um michalina sereno hello how are you kathy bates tattoos are hot but not tramp stamps <laughs> he's bringing them back We're br <laughs> he's br he's bringing them back <laughs> mine's gonna say handle with care <laughs> <laughs> who else we got angela hi angela jason jason rivera became a cop in the middle of the damn refund of the police crap okay uh she she's talking about jason rivera we're, we're gonna do a lot of talking about that ruth ann griffin hello north florida gary hi lorna mckenzie who else are we missing here i think we got everybody hello everybody in the chat welcome and, uh, man, do we have an exciting episode for you tonight. And not only do we have an exciting f episode for you, uh, but a Police Off the Cuff platform is doing a double header. Cannon, Bill Cannon has his show coming on after this, uh, ours at 8.15. And he's got Dr. Darren Porcher, who's a guest on the show. So, uh, exciting night for Police Off the Cuff fans. You guys are going to be busy. So, listen, let's just start off at the top. Um we all, if you tuned in last week, if you're um, familiar with anything about police work, police show, you know what happened. On Friday, January 21st, two officers, Jason Rivera and Wilbert Mora, responded to a domestic violence call in the 32nd precinct where they were ambushed by, uh, what is it, Sean McDaniel, the guy, uh, Kicked open the door and just started shooting. Didn't ask any questions. Officer Jason Rivera was killed at the scene. And then um, this past Tuesday, Rob uh, Wilbert Mora left us. And um, it's the it's just a horrible turn of events. And so many things have, have come out as an after after effect. But the one thing I want to promote several times during the show. If you haven't already and you'd like to, um, here's the information. That's fund the first, and the money is going to be split between the families of Jason Rivera and Wilbert Mora. Right now, it looks like they've raised uh, a decent amount of money. I'm proud to say that I donated as well, $388,000. That's that's just remarkable. Um there's plenty, plenty of good people out there. So I'll be uh, posting that up a couple of times during the show. I'm going to introduce you to a hero, folks. This is a, an officer who went to back up. Officer Rivera and Officer Mora on the domestic violence call in the 32nd Precinct. His, he's also a rookie. He had a couple of weeks on the job, actually. His name is Summit Sulan. And... He acted bravely when uh, the domestic violence call was called in by uh, Deshaun McNeil's mother. And he made sure she was out of the way 
and then he started shooting and he he shot Deshaun McNeil once in the head and once in the arm and Deshaun died a couple of days ago as well so everybody in that scenario has passed but this brave officer a couple of weeks out of the academy um became a hero and he's having a lot of trouble apparently with his parents not a lot of trouble but just having trouble uh realizing and grasping what he did and bill was on uh channel two news talking about this and uh he mentioned that it's going to take some time and we got to he he has to he has to take a step back for a moment and, and give himself a, ch- a chance to catch up take in what happened and then move on this is um Officer Sulan's parents. You can only imagine how they feel. Their son's 27 years old. He worked for the TLC as an inspector prior to this job, and then um, and then he became. He wanted, always wanted to be a cop. He became a cop. They must be nervous as hell. I mean, you're talking about uh, what's that thing? Survivor's guilt. He's probably yeah, survivor's guilt. Yeah, yeah. PTSD. I mean, not only because of what. You know, having to take that guy's life for what he saw, right? I mean, he was riding around with these two kids in the car. They were together, the three of them, and only one of them walked out. So that's a that's a heavy, heavy burden to bear. And also, um, um, I had one more point to make about Sulan, but we'll get back to that. So many crazy things have happened. Um, one of them has been. Whenever something a horrible incident happens, law enforcement, um, the whoever's a talking head from our job, um, I lost the angel. I know I'm here. I muted okay. it on purpose. Yeah. Okay, all right. I thought you didn't know. Okay, so um, okay, where was I? Uh, man, I lost it. <laughs> a lot of crazy things happening. Oh, I wanted to. Heads. I was trying. To, yeah, but, I mean, people go on talk shows, and and you went on La Mega. You had a you had a quite a few. I think you were on Fox, and yeah. um, and news, and news Newsmax, and Bill has been on a ton of stuff. But I don't know why you you're a glutton for punishment. You're getting a tattoo. You went on La Mega. Is there a time that we should be looking at on this uh, video? When, when I say you went on La Mega, if you're not from New York, La Mega Se Pega, that is a radio station, a Spanish radio station, and uh, based out of New York. And Angel went on there to represent the police department. Um, and uh, there he goes. I, I should show him your report. Let's yeah, just, show, uh, them, show them the three-minute snippet that I sent you. Do you have that? What, 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 do you know the time frame of that? Because I, I couldn't upload, I couldn't upload that. Um, I would say probably three quarters of the way through, and then in the end, you hear him say what he says, and then I, of course, I go back to saying what I was saying. So I well, went there. Let me, let me give the caveat. This is Hank Newsom. Yeah, that's the guy you're um, you're up against. Who is right, this so guy? What is the, he doing? Uh, He's the founder of Black Lives Matter New York City. All right. Um, yeah. So he uh, was there with two young Spanish guys, one who claimed that he was his attorney, but the kid wasn't really an attorney. So it was back and forth. And then the other one was just doing his recording with his phone. So he could take little snippets and make it look like he uh, was laying down some education, which he wasn't because everything he was saying, I had an answer to and He didn't have an answer for me. So, of course, he resorted to name-calling and acting like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to get my point across. I wanted some civil discourse. My biggest, my biggest bone of contention was that he would not condemn the ambush of the two officers. He was, you know, his thing was, oh, the brother was mentally ill. The brother was mentally ill. But so, and every time I asked him to condemn it, or La Mega asked him to condemn it, he excused it. So that was my bone of contention. So, I, I listened to portions of it. So, Lomega was, uh, I guess, neutral, right? Because I hear some other voices in the background. The way this clip comes off is you're basically um, at the studio, but you're not you're not getting their footage. You're just recording yourself. 
So we're going to see you talking for a minute. And you said it's three quarters of the way through. So let's revisit this and, and check it out. And <laughs> you see, catch uh, Angel on La Mega. Where was he? Oh, there he goes. La Mega se pega. <laughs> Where we go? Three quarters through will be uh, right about here. Let's go. Okay, so she's she's asking why do you guys didn't do anything about Vanessa Guillen because she was raped and killed by uh, a person of color and uh, no one from Black Lives Matters like did something about it. she like was a protest or something. Where, where was to this? support her? That wasn't the so. Argument. If you go a little bit, rewind a little bit. Oh, maybe... No, she was Hispanic. No, no, no. That... A few minutes before. Let's see. If I'm not mistaken, um, ask our communities, mm -hmm. not white communities. When you talk about jobs and pay, our rate of pay, do you think black and brown people, black and brown women particularly, are paid less than their white counterparts? The black police commissioner, that, female police commissioner, is making a lot of money. There's nobody listening. She's an exception, you, brother. But, but Look still, at the history. But, but, all right, this this is uh, I had all all the making of a train wreck right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just I don't understand. I listen, I, I understand uh, discourse and wanting to get together and trying to make a difference, but I don't think any of the, these things um yeah are gonna make a difference. Um I just the body language, just I'm only watching you. It's uh, it's interesting to watch, you know, at least you're sitting there waiting to say your piece. But um I don't know. I just I don't see anybody listening. I can't hear anybody listening. It's just well, saying the one thing that came out of it, I think that was good was that the Hispanic community saw a different side. A lot of these guys that are being bamboozled by this stuff, mm -hmm. you know, they're coming on my social media saying, you know what, you were right. You know, keep talking because we're hearing you. You know, mm -hmm. it's a farce. They, you know, they don't care about us. You know, it's just to make money. So that that was a positive thing that came out of it, in my okay. opinion. Well, if we were going to pick one more positive thing that came out of it, um, that was this brave soul. He donated his organs. This is what uh, our police commissioner, Kichan Sewell, said. Wilbert is a three-time hero for choosing a life of service, for sacrificing his life to protect others, and for giving life, even in death, through organ donation. Our heads are bowed and our hearts are heavy. That's a beautiful thing, um, that you can help out others, even in the most of uh, worst, horrible situations. If you're not an donor, uh, organ donor, think about becoming an organ donor. Um, there's a lot of people out there who should be donating their organs while they still live. As a matter of fact, that's what I think. <laughs> You know, yeah. if you're not using them, <laughs> if you're not using them to good things, get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yes, I mean, definitely right? three-time hero. The organ donning, if you're not on it, man, it's a great way to to help five. somebody. Yeah, he gave five. Five, five organs. Yeah, five. Uh, I, I believe it was heart, uh, pancreas, liver, kidney, and I forgot what the other one was. But yeah, five times over. All right, what else we got for you guys? This is um, the body being taken out of the hospital and brought to the funeral home. Uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral uh, was, uh, I think the, the, the service was today, as a matter of fact, for Jason Rivera. And um, yeah, today was the wake and tomorrow's the funeral for Rivera. Was, and then next yeah, it was... Uh, I saw pictures of it and blue, a sea of blue all over New York oh, City. Yeah. Never get used to that. Never get used to that. So uh let's see what uh, I'm trying to see what else I got. We got we got we did La Mega. Did you hear about Let's, those three uh the three Houston cops that were shot just about an hour ago? I didn't hear about that, but I just want to show one thing, and then we'll get into that. This go way ahead, we don't go keep ahead, go going ahead. back and forth. Um, yep. This is more on uh, Summit Sulan. 
okay. basically his his parents and his story right here. There he goes. About the third officer who made that scene uh, who, and took down the alleged gunman, 27-year-old rookie officer Sumet Sulan shot LaShawn McNeil after police say McNeil opened fire on the other. Well, they, they, they did us dirty. They did us dirty. They, they went to commercial on us. I hate when they do that. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, that was more on... Um, on the on the rookie officer what a can you imagine man uh, what it's like to be so tell us what happened in houston I, I i see that you posted about that so yeah i don't know all the details but i know the three of them three cops were shot i know they had an actual video of the shootout um supposedly now i just got an update right before we went on that the three cops were in stable condition so that's a good thing but ferguson yesterday two cops were shot um, it's 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 almost like a daily occurrence in this country. I mean, it's 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 fucking insane, it really is. Yeah, well, as far as uh, New York City is concerned, and what we plan on doing in here, our new mayor Eric Adams has a plan, and he was on TV talking about it. So let's hear what uh, this is. He's unveiling his blueprint. And this is the blueprint right here. This is what New York has to be promising to do everything in our power as a city to end this crisis. That's a quote. Mr. Adams, a former cop, unveiling a new plan he calls Blueprint for Safety. It includes something many officers say the city needs, including a reborn kind of anti-crime unit called neighborhood safety teams. Officers in uniform, not undercover, into areas with the most gun violence. Spelling it all out for us, Stefan Kim, he's live at City Hall for us. Stefan. Well, Bill, that and the controversial anti-crime street unit is coming back. But the mayor says this version will be plain clothes, will work differently this time around. The question is, will his critics agree with this version of it? New Yorkers feel as if a sea of violence is engulfing our city. But as your mayor, I promise you, I will not let this happen. We will not surrender our city to the violent few. Mary Adams says now is the time for a more aggressive approach, rolling on his blueprint for safety. Damn it. Uh, we're getting screwed today. And we are getting screwed. Anyway, um, that's something to look out for. The blueprint is coming out. That was an album by KRS-One back in 1983. The blueprint. But it's coming back out. <laughs> um so there's a lot of plans. That's basically the idea. There's a lot of plans to curtail this gun violence. Um, and we'll see if they work. Um, and well, I, and I'm gonna I want to show you something when we're talking about plans. This is this is the alternative. Either we're gonna do something for real or we're gonna do this. This look at this. This is Manhattan shoplifting to be tackled by a new alliance, Alvin Bragg says. Now the reason why this alliance is being formed is because the other day, um, Michael Rappaport, the actor, now he's a stand-up, was out shopping in Manhattan. And he saw a shoplifter actually doing his job. So um, he recorded it. Incidents here in California across our state, but apparently they're also happening in New York. Yo, that, this dude is, I can't believe I'm seeing this. You may recognize that voice. That is actor Michael Rappaport reacting to that shoplifter just walking out of Rite Aid with bags of stolen goods. He posted this video yesterday. You can hear the actor just in disbelief. The security guard there standing by watching him go out. What is the point of actually having a security guard if they're not allowed to do anything? I mean, what? Uh, I mean, it's what's the point of having cops on subways if they're not allowed to do anything, right? I mean, it's the same thing. It's just an optic. Um, you tie the hands of your cops. You tie the hands of security cards. You tie it. I mean, it's everything's free. Free shit. Just go take what you want. Yeah, I know. I don't know, man. If <laughs> maybe Listen, a young, a younger whatever. me that wasn't a cop ever, if it's just you know. 
whatever plans are in place, the component that's missing is the prosecution, right? So uh-huh. if there's, you could take all the guns off the street if you, that you want, but if you don't have the prosecutors in place that are willing to put these people behind bars and keep them there, it's going to be all for naught. So does that hurt at all? The what you're doing right there? Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. But you you, you just uh, you grin and bear it, right? I'm tougher than I look. <laughs> How big is this piece going to be? Uh, probably the top uh, top of my arm from the elbow to the shoulder. You know what they say: go big or go home, right? Blast yeah. it out! I say you do the whole sleeve tonight, man. That's what the that's what the doctors told my <laughs> mom when I was born: go big or go home, and she popped me out. <laughs> All six foot five of you. So yeah, yeah exactly. so that's the deal. Where instead of because you're going to form these panels, so Alvin Bragg is forming a panel with these uh, people in Harlem and they're going to start meeting in Fe- they're going to start meeting in February. Do you know what these things are? There's going to be coffee and there's going to be donuts yeah. and there are a lot of a lot of hellos and how are you and how's your family and how's your your sister and all this stuff and then for 5 minutes we're going to talk mm-hmm. about um they'll bring up some some crime or some things that are happening and then everybody's going to go home. I don't see and then they're going to tell them, oh, let the cops handle it. At some point, right. they're just going to. Right. What's the point? What's the point? What are you guys, what are you guys thinking out there in the chat? Um, it's a hug fest. That's what Angela says. Yes, I agree. Nikki Bella, actions speak louder than words. You're 100% right. Uh, Leslie's laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Feels like sunburn. What? Let's see. Let's see where we are. Matt Sully. Once they start that tattoo, when your arm goes numb, so you don't feel it that much. Oh, he's saying you, your arm goes numb. Is that what happens? A little bit? No, no numbness. Did you have any alcohol? Did you consume any alcohol? No, I am driving, and I do not drink and drive, Mark. Okay, I didn't know how you got there, but I'm just some people. No, I'm some joking. people. You know, some people drink when they get their uh, tattoos. No, drinking is not good because it thins your blood and that means you'll bleed. Blondie, right? 1025, thank you for the $5 super chat. Very nice of you. Prayers to the family for the fallen officers in blue. Thank you. Let's um, see what else we got here. I think uh, Jesse is saying that Albee Square Mall is where that happened in Houston. That's what's coming out of there. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, where were we? Let's go back to. Um... So there's a segment of the show. I'll tell you what's happening right now. Um, I think what we're going to change the name. We're going to have an after-hour show. I'm going to do that one on Thursday, and then Angel and I we're going to get together on Monday nights and do this show. And this show is going to be called. What did we come up with today? Um... Mayo and Meso. Yeah, but it's going to be called. Oh, this week in crime and policing, or the week in crime and policing. And we're going to do what we're doing right now. We're going to cover stories from all over the country, punch them up a little bit, find some humor in them somehow. Um, and one of the segments that I want to add to the show, uh, probably end with it, but I'll just throw it in here in the beginning of the show today, in the middle of the show anyway. It's going to be called When the Tables Turn. And it's something that uh, I love talking about. And um, I don't know. I, I guess I have a mean streak in me. But basically, uh, when the tables turn is when uh, when a bad guy tries to do something bad and then he meets a good guy with a gun or, in this case, a crowbar. Give me a second to pull this one up. <laughs> this is a good story, folks. Wait till you hear this. Well, I'm happy this. I'm, I'm sad this happened to this guy's family, but the way he reacted. Yeah, hopefully not. Bronx man charged with killing. Cheers and support, not the usual response an accused killer gets while leaving court, but many say this man did the right thing when he ran after his wife's alleged attacker. Mother. It's time to spread. Let's just just hear this one out. It's 15 seconds. 
Let's go, because this one I want. Maurice Dubois, Christine is off. CBS 2's Tracy Carrasco following this developing story live now in the concourse section of the Bronx, where that husband and father faced a judge late tonight. Tracy. Maurice Mamadou Diallo was just released on his own recognizance. His lawyer says he's never been in trouble with the law before. He has no history of violence. Tonight, many are coming to his defense for killing the man who attacked his wife. Mamadou Diallo walked out of criminal court tonight showing no emotion as a crowd of friends and family showing their support for the father of three cheered when he left the building. Everybody's excited that he's out, but I think everybody, nobody would like to be in this kind of situation. The 61-year-old faced a judge tonight charged with manslaughter for this violent beating caught on surveillance camera. You can see Diallo with a tire iron repeatedly hit Earl Nash. It happened last night around 9.30 when police tell us Diallo received a panic call from his wife, Nenegale Diallo, saying she was being attacked by Nash, who pushed his way into their Washington Avenue apartment in the Morrisania section of the Bronx. Their son Abdul Diallo tells us what happened next. It was some unknown guy, and then he forces me in. So then he started attacking my aunt and my mother, and he was fainting for like 20 minutes. And my mother finally called my dad, and then when he came, he ran into the guy in the hallway. So they started fighting, and then they was holding him down in the elevator, and then the police came. Nash, a career criminal with 19 priors, including robbery, arson, and assault, suffered a fracture to his skull and died at Lincoln Hospital. Diallo was arrested at the scene, but many are taking his side, saying his actions were justified. Somebody's coming to attack my wife. Man, either you kill me or you run or, you, or I kill you. Because looking, that's your family. I just don't think he should be charged because he was protecting his wife. I'm not even going to lie. I would do the same thing. That's scary. That's good enough for me. Let him go. Drop the charges. What do you think? That's Angel? it. Yeah, free him. Let him go. Give him and, and give him the key to the city too. <laughs> let's let's throw him a parade. <laughs> so the guy is six, 61 years old. The other guy, I think, was uh, much younger. He had him by 20, 25 years, and, I think. And I bet you, Mister Diallo was never locked up in his life. And never. Clown. He was out driving his cat. He was out driving his cat. Priors. Yeah, 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 probably, probably. And I don't know, from what I read in the story, the guy is, I think he either lives next door or something like that, another person with mental illness. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they're probably passing him in the hallway every single day, a little scared, but the guy, you know, the guy's going next door. And on this particular day, he just decides he's going to come over and he's going to hang out and he's going to try to touch this woman. And he won't leave. And I know him because he's from next door, but he's obviously on something. Right. Uh, so we don't know whether how much of it is mental illness or how much of it is drug uh, drugs or both. But either way, man, he got tuned up, man. <laughs> he fucking <laughs> maybe they'll find out in the autopsy. <laughs> that tie he came out of the car, that tire <laughs> tire iron. I, I wonder. There's probably footage from that elevator too. The good shots. Play, what do we say all the time? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I don't know those stories. Those stories make me giddy, man. I don't know about you, yeah. but I, I got like. Um, it's nice when the good guys win. And you know what's funny is that now, when you, in these blue, in these uh, blue states and these metropolises all over the country, we're seeing a lot of um, victims of crimes fighting back. They're shooting their assailants, either on burglaries or carjackings, and um, straight up robberies. And this is the kind of thing that happens when. I don't know whether it's happening more. I'd love to see the numbers, but it just feels like it is. This is the type of thing that happens when you, you can't, you, the police aren't going to come. They, or you think the police might not come. Or you, you know what I'm saying? There's like the police aren't coming. I got to <clears throat> take care of this myself. Do you see what happened in Portland? They were trying to recruit cops. They only got two people. They were looking for like 300 cops and they only got two to apply. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's fucking insane. It's, I listen. They'd have to raise the starting salary to well over a hundred thousand, the starting salary, yeah, and then yeah. go up to two hundred. I mean, that's oh, yeah. why would anybody else take the job? It's it's ridiculous, especially in a state like that. They don't seem to get it. There's going to be nope. huge swaths of land with abandoned homes on it, mm -hmm. playgrounds. It's going to be people are just going to bail yeah. out, and, and all the, the decent people are going to move out. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully they don't bring their their poor voting rights. 
or poor voting policies to wherever they move to Florida or Texas or well, that's a big fear. Everybody fears yeah. that that you're gonna Absolutely. you're gonna leave your blue state. You're gonna go to someplace mm-hmm. else where they at least they let the cops do their job, and then you're gonna mess that place up too because the way exactly. you vote. This is the yeah. guy, um, Good Mamadou. Friend. Mamadou, Good what's friend. what's going on in the chat? How you feeling there, Angel? How you holding up? I'm good. Maybe I'll pass out. That would be good for the show. Why are you tearing? It hurts. <laughs> You're not tearing. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, we'll get to another story in a second. I'm just checking. I'm out. sensitive, man. Listen, I'm I'm a crybaby. I have no, there's no bones about it. If it hurts, I might cry. Phil okay. McCabe, the new unit will wear something that identifies them as police. Yeah, that's not plain clothes. Uniform. Yeah, Anti-crime. Uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, you know, listen. If it's it's the cars, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Once true. you're the out of the car, surprise. the element of surprise. It's just, when you're out the car, you pull out your shield. Yeah. yeah. What do you do when you're driving around? Like, if if you're up to no good and you're going to commit a crime, let's say you're going to do a robbery, you're going to look. You're going to give a quick look, see if you see any no police. Blue whites, and that's and then cool. you're going to do your little stick up there, and then um, yep, yep. you know, it's 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 all you need is that one brief second. Listen, uh, we can't beggars can't be choosers, right? We got to take what we're getting right now at this point. Yeah, right. And something now. is better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. they got to get these guns off the streets, man. And the only way we say it ad nauseum: good, proactive, aggressive, fair policing. That's it. I like this lady too. I'm going to show you another "When the Tables Turn" story. Remember that we're going to get a song for that. "When the Tables Turn." <laughs> This is another good. This is another good feel-good story right here. Um, where is it? Long Island grandma. I like this lady. Tables on a man who police say tried to rip her off. When the alleged scammer called her, she called police. And what happened when he came to collect was caught on camera. News for Greg Sorg live in Garden City. This is video we want to see, Greg. And David, if you've ever been victimized or even bothered by scammers, you'll probably find this video very satisfying. It's a moment made possible by the calm ingenuity of a grandmother of seven who describes herself as a bored grandma from Seaford. This is the final scene of a real-life drama in which the woman standing on the porch was targeted as a senior scam victim. But 73-year-old Jean of Seaford was having none of that role. Born grandma one, bad guy zero. Jean had alerted Nassau after receiving a series of calls saying she needed to hand over $8,000 to bail out her grandson after a car crash. I knew it was a scam. So, and I've hung up on these guys a million times. I don't know why. I started playing this game with this guy. Jean agreed to deliver the money, but when a man showed up to get the cash, she handed him an envelope stuffed with paper towels. And as soon as he took it, waiting Nassau police officers pounced on him. It was dramatic, and I think the the county exec is going to deputize her as one of our our police commissioners. Nassau's police commissioner identifies the man in custody as Joshua Estrella Gomez of Mineola. Police are now trying to determine if he was working with others and has done this before. It's cool that she did it. I like it. Gene's son still wishes his mom had hung up on the scammers. But Gene, you see, knows a little something about working the phones. She served as a Nassau police 911 dispatcher for over 20 years. Be aware because they're there, they're not going away, and uh, double check before you do anything. Don't send anybody money. <laughs> How if great these is dummies, that? If these dummies put as much effort into being legitimate as they do into being scammers, they'd be millionaires, I swear. So yeah, but you know what's so good about that story is because they prey on the elderly. Yeah, they got it. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know where they get their information from, but you know, he was saying, uh, you know, your grandson got arrested. He needs bail money, whatever. I'm, 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 I'm going to help him out. And you know, you think about our grandparents, and you know, anybody's grandparents sitting at home, they're scared. Now you, now you scared them. They really don't not have my much. My grandfather, my grandfather would have said, "Put him under the jail. I'm not giving you a penny." That's uh-huh. what my grandfather would have said. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I get you, I get you, but the truth is, is like there's a lot of 
with with a lot of you know once once you're not working anymore you're a yeah, senior yeah, yeah. citizen you're not working um what's your day like you lose your life savings yeah, you're either gonna you hear lose from, your life savings you hear from your kids or you go check the mail there's really not yeah. much else to do unless you're yeah. smart enough to go into a, a living facility with with people your own age and they have activities for you but a lot of these people they don't have much to do right. and uh so they're going to talk to you on the phone they're going to get scammed so hello yeah. joe murray joe murray joins us hi joe Joe uh, Murray. Daniela Sierra uh, stands on her porch watching and waving to her neighbors like a boss. I know. Isn't that so true? <laughs> I love the way she walked out on the porch. She had her hand on her side like this, and she's on her phone uh, calling the shots. She's Like she's a, a boss. She's a shot caller in Seaford. That's right. <laughs> that guy must have felt like the biggest dope in the world. Running the yard. And who goes oh, to somebody's yeah. house to get the money? He really must have like, yeah, come and come by. I got eight thousand dollars for you right here. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Uh, Peter Pranto, true Mark Angel. As long as the new unit is in full of uh is is full of gun hunters with mandatory sentences for gun possession, it's all good. Yeah, that's another thing they're gonna have to address. And the yeah. funny thing is, is our, <clears throat> our uh, governor here, I don't even know what her name is. Tell you the truth, Cutchell or something like that. She's not budging. She's she's Kathy uh, Kathy she's trying not to say anything because there's an election coming in November, and she's hoping to uh, to win that. So she doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. But um, things start keep you know continue going the way they are in New York, and we're trying to get rid of bail reform here. There's talks about that, and she's not at budging. She's gonna have a problem. I would check her. I would check her immediately. Start trying to get rid of that bail reform right now, Eric Adams, if you're listening to me. And let's check her. Let's see what she's all about. Make her say no. Uh, Margaret Hearn, media is so quick to throw out term mental illness for these vicious criminals. Sometimes it's just pure evil. Um, go out every day to defend us. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Sometimes it is pure evil. Sometimes it's drugs. Sometimes it's mental illness. Sometimes it's a combination of all three. Dang it. Yeah. Deborah Barron, governor of Idaho, told its new residents from California not to ruin the state. <laughs> Said to understand the correlation between their vote and what's happening in the state. They they fleeing. I know that's what they need to. They need to sign <clears throat> something. I wish they could give them citizenship. Like when you move to a new state, you have to register to move there. Where are you coming from? You, yeah, you're yeah, not bringing you another. You're not, We're not taking another. you. You're not taking yeah. you. We're at capacity. Yeah. We're at capacity. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. If you want, you can, you can visit here, but you can't buy a house yeah, or close. be a permanent, be a permanent <laughs> residence. Patty else, a lot of places, a lot of countries. I'm sorry, a lot of countries like in Central America and stuff. They won't let you buy land there if if you're not from there. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I can yep. see that. Yeah, yep. they won't let me buy land here in in America, but that's because I don't have any money. But <laughs> let me see. Um, she said she is coming to New York to meet with Bragg. Who's she? Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. Who's, uh, who's that? Kathy. Oh, Holchel. really? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, gonna meet with Bragg. She ain't gonna. Young. They're gonna come up with a plan to defeat Eric Adams. That's to stop him in his tracks. I don't know. She, according to her, she's gonna talk to him about his non-carceral policies, and she's gonna read him the Riot Act. Um, because she has the power to remove him. She can recall him, actually. So she's the um, only probably she's the only person to do that. I don't think so. I think she's a staunch. I think she's a leftist as well. well what she's probably we coming hope. down to do is say, listen, just play along until November, then we'll do whatever we want. Uh, that, that, that's what she's gonna tell him. Because yeah. other, I, otherwise I'll kick you right out of here. I need I, mm. I want this job. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll see. Let's see what else we got cooking for you. Um we, we saw this one already. And uh, we got one more story for you. We might wrap up a little early tonight to give uh, you guys a chance to get your little drink on, whatever you have to put together, so uh, you can catch uh, Bill's show. He's starting at 8.15, I think. Um, oh, this is an interesting story. Uh, we're going <laughs> to... Oh, my God. Some of these stories, you can't make them up. Here we go. You ready for this one? You can't make some of this shit up. Where are we? No commercials, no commercials, no commercials. Yeah, especially on this Oh, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we might even ask later. Some breaking news overnight. Police made an arrest in the shooting inside the emergency room at Jacoby Hospital in the Bronx. Lewis Finley is outside the hospitals with the details on this. Lewis, what can you tell us so far? 
Hey, good morning, Pat. It's a very different scene here than it was yesterday. Police, police after a brief investigation, arrested Kibar Martinez. He's a 25-year-old accused of shooting a 35-year-old inside the waiting room. Uh, we have some of the surveillance video for you. You can see Martinez on the right of your screen walking into the room. That's when he sees the victim wearing what appears to be a blue hoodie. It then only takes a couple seconds for Martinez to take his gun and start shooting inside the hospital at the man. The unnamed man was shot in the arm and he is expected to be okay. After Martinez fled the scene, there was a brief investigation and he was arrested shortly before midnight. Right after the incident, cops were out in tactical gear canvassing the perimeter for such a large building. Some hospital workers like the one we spoke to didn't know what was going on. I didn't hear anything. What I heard, I was sitting on the third floor and I actually heard over the intercom, all clear, there's no active shooter. And everyone was looking at everybody like, what? <laughs> What's going on? I was like, all clear, there's no active shooter. Then another um, announcement came over the intercom and they said, um, rapid response to the emergency department right away. And Pat, this comes days after the mayor released his gun violence blueprint. Uh, there's also this concept of the perceived gun violence versus which is actually happening in recent years. Gun violence has gone up, but it's nothing compared to what we saw in the 80s or 90s. But when something happens... <clears throat> like Why'd you take that report off? He was cute. What happened? <laughs> Why'd you take the report off? He was cute. <laughs> well, that's why I kept the story running. I wanted to watch him talk a little bit more. Hey, you know, <laughs> do you know how they caught this guy? Seriously, I'm not even kidding. They, yeah, they, he signed in. He signed in he to can. the hospital. If they weren't, if they weren't stupid, we so they were like, uh, Mr. Martinez. Yeah, Mr. Martinez. The doctor's ready to see you. Yeah, Bring your gun Martinez. With you. <laughs> My buddy's uh, my buddy's son, who's a detective, is actually the one who collared him. They got him on a car stop later who on. Who signs in? If you plan on shooting somebody at the hospital, you can just sit there in the Listen, I don't think he planned on shooting him. The guy probably stepped on his Jordans. Or he really? looked at him the wrong way. Or he looked at him the wrong way. Or he probably looked at his baby mama, and the guy didn't like it, so he shot him. Right? I mean, really? what else would you shoot somebody? Well, maybe <laughs> they just maybe they were enemies and they met by chance. No, but no, that's no. another. I'm sure, thing. he stepped on his Jordans. Yeah, but the guy's bringing a, a gun to the hospital. Why not? Don't you? I bring well, my gun to the hospital. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's because the, they give you that little bag, though, right? It's like a pencil case. Oh no, wait, yeah, that's yeah, when yeah, that's yeah. when you go to a massage parlor. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> they give you like a garbage bag or something. Like a, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do, and the guy the, as they guide you to the shower. <laughs> right, right. Listen, get back on track. Yeah, so <laughs> so focus, um, Daniel son, focus. <laughs> so they're they're um they give you that bag. They, that's where you put all your personal belongings. And um I don't know, I, I, I never thought of bringing it. I think it was a clinic though, it was an outpatient clinic in the hospital, which uh, is by the way, the campus abets the 49th precinct. So the cops were literally like 150 feet away from where the shooting happened. It's insane. It's stupid. I mean, you know, we joke about it, but it's just fucking crazy. It just shows the downward spiral of our city and the craziness that people are willing to go to for for what? To prove a point. Because what point did he prove? He shot the guy in the forearm. He didn't even kill him. Thank God. And now he's in jail. Hopefully he stays there, right? We don't know. Yeah, that's another thing. It's going to be interesting. It's like, uh, what is the penalty? Um, <clears throat> you know, if it's not if it's not a homicide, now it's, it's just an assault. Are we going to drop yeah. the charges? You know, it was uh, it wasn't nearly. It was in the arm, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him a chance. Angela says, "Hit the thumbs up for tonight's show." Yes, please do. That'll be a very, very nice thing for you guys to do. We really appreciate it, Dawn Marie. What is Dawn Marie said? Angel getting a, a tattoo, gangster. It is. It is quite gangster. <laughs> Showing a little skin for the people today, you know, trying to get our yeah, readings. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Uh, Patty L. Uh, she says hello to Joe. Um, just trying to see. Milwaukee Civilian, best podcast in America. Thank you, Mark, Bill, Angel, Phil, and all the other regulars. That's very nice of you to say. Milwaukee awesome. Civilian. 
Thank you. Um, Cherokee girl. Yes. Saw a presser. What would she say? Saw a presser for that. SWAT is still in the standoff. We're talking about Houston right there. Houston, yeah. You got to get a check, check out what's going on over there. Let me see if there's any stories that I left out over here. Um, let's just put this up one more time. One more time. If you haven't already and you'd like to. Fund the first is a GoFundMe, but for people that work on the uh, law enforcement. Law enforcement. I don't know. Is that just all they do? Law enforcement. It's law enforcement. They do law enforcement, frontline workers, and yeah. uh, military. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it. I thought. We've had Robert yep. Colin on the show before. He's a yeah, gentleman, he's a good dude. class act. Mm -hmm. And this fund the first. Um, at first, obviously, it was for Jason Rivera, but now, unfortunately, with the passing of Wilbert Mora, um, he's also included in it. If you'd like to donate, go to fundthefirst.com, and uh, all the donations, every single penny of it goes to their families. And Blue Lives Matter in New York City has a, has a T-shirt uh, fund out, right? a T-shirt campaign that they're doing as well. They're selling T-shirts for them, so bluelivesmatternewyorkcity.com, they're selling T-shirts. Yeah. So how long how long is this tattoo supposed to take? Probably another hour and a half or two. So it's like a three hour three hour tattoo and stuff like that. Four. Three. three I've four. been here since I've been here since one o'clock, Papa. Oh really? Yeah, that's why I look like this. I'm not normally this ugly. I'm just tired. Six hour tattoo, huh? Is that a six hour tattoo? It's seven eight ish. Half of it, and I got to get the other half done later. Yeah, Ink Master. Usually for the, the 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 qualifying ones, every week you got you got to do like a six hour tattoo. Yeah. Um, for the for the for the main challenge, and then they have. Smaller I feel bad challenges. for him. I feel bad for him more than I do me. I'm just Why? sitting here. He's he's because he's squinting and he's doing his. I mean, you got to see the work, the lines. I mean, it's insane. Uh -huh. It's a lot of you know, it's intricate stuff. You know? Yeah, we're gonna share that. We have to share that on on our Instagram. Uh, we'll see. I don't know if I want everybody. You know. Stealing my idea, and you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm All just right. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll, we'll just make we'll make it exclusive. Maybe we'll just put it up for our Patreon and our YouTube um, membership. Which brings us up to that an interesting point, folks. If you haven't already and you enjoy uh, Police Off the Cuff and our various shows here, and you'd like to uh, help us out, please visit our Patreon. Patreon Police Off the Cuff at Patreon.com. We have three different tiers there. Um, you can sign up and uh, also we have memberships on YouTube, three different types of memberships. If you haven't already, please consider that. We also have merch, uh, cups and mugs and all these type of uh, T-shirts and stuff like that with police off the cuff on it. And I'm just trying to see if we uh, we, did, we missed anybody. Anybody say anything that we missed? Where are we right now? So uh, hopefully Mamadou gets out. You know, nothing happens to Mamadou. Mamadou is the uh, the crowbar I guy. Right. I think he'll be Yeah, right. those are interesting. You should be fine. Those are interesting stories because, you know, uh, there are people who comment that you know, I, I've seen comments on that story. Oh, you should have called the police. Uh, <laughs> or... Um, you know, he, he tried to rape your wife. It doesn't mean he should have been killed. Uh, that that like that makes sense, but um, I I don't I don't think they'll be able to find a jury of his peers to convict him. That's for sure. I can't see well, anybody. I mean, they call the police, right? So they they're defunding they're defunding the police, right? So mm -hmm. there's not as many police out there. So I mean, they got to make their minds up. What do they want? They want the police, or they don't want the police? And this guy did his thing. I come well, on forty. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely did his thing. Huh? Um, I'm just checking over here right now. And if you're looking to get involved in a neighborhood safety team, uh, you should probably find something better to do with your life, folks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what they're calling it, neighborhood safety teams. Um, and they they're going to involve all the people in your neighborhood that you never see. Who are the people in your neighborhood? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. What was that from? Sesame Street. Yeah. Well, 
Let me see. I'm just checking the notes here, making sure we got to everything. Uh, so any any parting words there, Angel? Um, tomorrow I'm going to be on Good Day New York. Again, huh? Yeah, I'll be on Good Day New York this time. Um, and you got seven thirty. You got to go in for that. No, no, I'm going to do it because uh, I'm actually going to the funeral, so I'm going to do it for my car. So it should be interesting. Um, but um, I'm going to go on at seven thirty, and um, that's it. That's all I got. Hopefully, we don't get slammed with this snow that's coming because I don't feel like plowing my driveway again. So we'll see yeah, I was looking at the weather report. Problems. If you're not from New York, um, we're supposed to get this nor'easter coming. And um, for some reason, it still doesn't show snow. Well, tomorrow it's showing 50% chance of of snow now. Uh, at 7 a.m., it may start mm. 7 a.m. So yeah. it's a good day to call in sick, folks, if you're not doing anything. Um, if not, if you don't have a pressing day tomorrow in the work, uh, in the office. Unless you're go. in HR. If you're working in HR, go to work. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> Inside joke. Okay. <laughs> uh, friend, let me see. Um, all right, folks. Well, we did a. We're gonna end a little early to give you guys a chance to go and hit the bathroom, um, maybe get a bite to eat, and then be ready for Bill's show, which is starting shortly. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we'll be back with the tattoo. We're gonna post it up there, <laughs> and we'll have um, <clears throat> one more time for that tattoo parlor. It's it's called uh, Hard Knocks in Yonkers, New York, on Central Avenue. Yeah. And on Central Avenue. So Hard Knocks Tattoo in Yonkers, Come New York. see my boy Central... Dan. Dan is the man. Dan is the man. And one more time before we go, if you haven't already, please consider making a donation to the families of the fallen officers, Jason Rivera and Wilbur Mora. You can donate at fundthefirst.com. Fundthefirst.com. All the proceeds, every penny of it goes to helping their families of these two fallen officers. Okay, folks, on behalf of Police Off the Cuff, After Hours, which is now going to be, we're going to, I'm going to be doing that show on uh, Thursdays, but on Mondays I'll be with, uh, it's going to be Mayo and Meso, and our show is going to be called uh, The Week the Week in Crime and Policing. The Week Good. in Crime and Policing, and we're going to have a lot of fun with it, lighten the load a little bit, and uh, I hope, it, I hope uh, the tattoo comes out. Thanks. And uh, I look <laughs> Sorry forward to for the, uh, I booked this like months ago. So no, nah, uh, no, nah, it's cool, man. I think it, it added a different element to the show. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's Everybody on your arm. Yeah. This is not like um, you know, like a, like you said, like a butt tattoo or something like that. Yeah, tramp stamp. In a thigh or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. No. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us. We'll be back. Uh, Monday night with a brand new show. And until then, uh, have a great weekend. Stay safe. And all the best to you. God bless. Bendiciones. Thanks. Take care. Bye.